Gemara says that that Moshe Rabbeinu at the time of Matantara was Moshef Yehlechad Midaytay. Moshe Rabbeinu added a day to the preparation for Matantara. That means the Yemehad Bala, the days of preparation, have been one less. Bereshalem was only Mitzavah two days of preparation. And Moshe Rabbeinu was Moshef Yehlechad Midaytay. He said before Matantara we had one more day. And the Kaddish Baruch Hu was masking. The question is, Mamanashach, it didn't make sense to have another day of preparation. So the Rabbi Shalom should have been Mitzvah, however many days it takes. If the Rabbi Shalom said that these many days of preparation, so what's Moshe Rabbeinu eating a day? Moshe Rabbeinu didn't need a day to Pesach, he didn't need a day to Sukkot, he didn't need a day uh, to any of the Amtaidim, he didn't need days. By the Afar to Mount Taira, we're told that Moshe Rabbeinu was Moshe Yemecha He added one day on his own. Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't do things on his own. He was Moshe Yemecha Midaita. We also find, at the end of the Zayt HaBrafa, that we're taught that when Moshe Rabbeinu broke the Luchas, when he came down from Harsinai, that he was not told to break the luchas. Moshe Rabbeinu broke the luchas on his own, and Rabbi Shalom said, "Yashakayashashibarza." The Lashon the Rashi brings from the Gemara. The Gemara is in Brach in Shabbos Tezayin. That the last Rashi of Chumash, "Shenosay liba lishbar haluchas." Moshe Rabbeinu decided on his own to break the luchas. Shenema v'ashad rein leinechem v'skima dasa kadosh baruch hu ledaita kadosh baruch hu said yashukai yashishivayim. So here we find the second time that Moshe Rabbeinu Midaita did something that the Rishon didn't tell him to do. The Torah ends. The whole Torah ends by praising Moshe Rabbeinu. By Kavdavi Oi. The Yisrael Kemoshe. And the Torah ends, L'chol HaYad HaChazaka, L'chol HaMayra HaGadol, Asher Osa Moshe Le'ene Kal Yisrael. Very general expression. Yad HaChazaka, Namayra HaGadol, Asher Osa Moshe Le'ene Kal Yisrael. Now how would you translate that? Something Moshe did in front of Hopa Yisrael. What were the outstanding things Moshe Rabbeinu did Le'ene Kal Yisrael? Maybe Kriyas Yamsuf, I'm not sure what you would choose. Rashi says it's Shvira Saluchas. The, the Chumash ends, there's no one like Moshe Rabbeinu, and why not? He broke the Luchas. That's Moshe Rabbeinu breaking the Luchas? That's the godless of Moshe that's breaking the Luchas? So I'd like to explain the Nakuda that's so important that Moshe was Moshe. Moshe broke the Luchais. And the Nakuda is a very general Nakuda in life in general, and certainly in Abayda Sashem. Whatever you do, whatever you set out to do, whatever you plan to do, whatever decisions you make, you generally come to a point we have to choose between 
convenience, something that's easier to do, and excellence, something that's done in the best possible way. You're constantly choosing between excellence and convenience. Le Marshall, you want to go to a barber. You have a barber on your corner. But uh, he doesn't give such a nice haircut. You go to another barber, you have, to, you have to go a few blocks away. Maybe you have to pay a little more. But what you get from him is what you want. So you make a choice between something that's better, that's excellent, and something that's inferior, but it's more convenient. When it comes to haircuts, we all know. Easy one. But you're doing it all the time. Every time. Every time you, uh, you go to a restaurant. You go out to eat. You have to choose between something that's convenient or less expensive. Or something that's nicer, more expensive, more of a tircha, more traveling. In life, generally, a normal person chooses between things that are more excellent and things that are more convenient. Someone uh, gets a cut, needs stitches. You have a choice. You can go to the emergency room and have a medical student give you stitches. Or you can go to a specialist and he can give you stitches. So it depends. If someone needs stitches on his face, so he's going to go for excellence. He's going to go to someone who will do it in the best way possible. If he has a cut uh, on his thigh, so uh, the excellence is not so important. He'll go into the emergency room and have them stitch it up. In life, a lot of the things we do, we consciously or subconsciously, we're always weighing you know, how much you're willing to spend money in kircha, in, in traveling time. We spend time, money, and kircha doing things, and we have a choice. We have a choice how excellent it should be, how convenient it should be. And usually, it doesn't go together. Usually, if you want something better, you have to spend more, you have to be matriach more, you have to... Now, the Rabbi Shalom is giving the, giving the time. God could have said, prepare two days, three days, four days, five days. That's all the preparation. Maisha Rabbeinu said, we're going to be Mechabal the Torah. Let's spend an other day preparing. The point isn't the other day preparing. Moshe Rabbeinu is telling Ka Yisrael, when you go to Kabbalah Satayra, I have a choice. Ka Yisrael has already uh, desired the Kabbalah Satayra. Here they left the tribe, they traveled for, for seven weeks. They wanted already Kabbalah Satayra. Moshe said, one more day. One more day, it's Kedai that we should make a choice to do it in a more excellent way and wait rather than to do the Kabbalah Satayra in a less excellent way. The question was, so Rabbi Shalom should have said one more day. The answer is that's not the point. The point isn't two days or three days or four days or when you stop in days of preparation. The point is that Moshe Rabbeinu is teaching Kval Yisrael that you have to choose you have to choose to do things in the most excellent way you could. You have to choose to do things in the best possible way. 
the same thing with Shmir Salutas. HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe Rabbeinu, Asu lahem Egel. Moshe Rabbeinu knew that Neta Egel before he came down. And the Vayneshom said, bring the Lucas to Kali Yisrael. I summoned and made an Egel. Someone are dancing around an Egel. So go down Moshe Rabbeinu, make it work. Make it work. Moshe Rabbeinu said, no. I don't want to be Makabal Lucas for the I'm not looking for a Kabbalah Sal Lucas to the other. Moshe Rabbeinu broke the Lucas Midaita. I'm not settling for a Bidiyevid Kabbalah Sal Lucas. On one side of the room will be burning the, destroying the ego, on the other side of the room will be the Kabbalah Tzairah. No. Moshe Rabbeinu, why they call Yisrael? The Mashiach is. Why did he wait to break the Lucas? Why did he break the Lucas uh, when he was on the top of the mountain? Why did he have to slap them down to break them? There's a lesson Moshe Rabbeinu is telling Kal Yisrael that I could bring you the Lucas. The Rosh gave me the Lucas. I could bring it to you and we could do it with the Evan. We could do it with the Evan. You don't go to a barber who could be the Evan. You can do a Kabbalah Satire that's a the Evan. We have to get our act together. We have to do tshuva. We have to set out to do the most of Chatzila we could, they go happy. We weren't going to go back. But the most of Chatzila they could, it has to be done in the manner of a Chatzila. Another Gemara. Gemara says that when Pinchas went to kill Zimri ben Salu, he asked Moshe Rabbeinu, didn't you teach us that we should kill we should kill Kanar Paiganbai. Mm-hmm. Listen to the language in the Gemara. Gemara says that Pinchas went to Moshe Rabbeinu. He said, Haloyli Maditanu. Achi Abi Abba. He said, My great uncle, didn't you teach us? At the time he came down from Rehasinai, Kanar Paiganbai. Lasha Gemara is you taught us, as you're coming down from our Sinai, you taught us, Kedar Paiganbai. So I think I heard this from Rav Druk. Rav Druk said, it's not Mestavar. Imagine for a minute. You take a, a person, he doesn't know anything about religion, he says, you want to be about you, but teach me halachas. My wife is coming down from our Sinai, teach me halachas. The first thing he's going to teach him is, Kedar Paiganbai. The guy doesn't know about Yiddish guy. That they learned Kanal Pagan by the first thing the Maishra Beno came out from our Sinai. answered, When did Maishra Beno teach Kanal Pagan by? When he broke the Lucas. But you read the Marasinai, Moshe Rabbeinu came out from Marasinai, he said, we're not letting things happen in a Bidiyavidic way. Moshe Rabbeinu taught us, as he came down from Marasinai, Kanoi and Paiganbai. He taught him, you don't let things be Bidiyavid. You don't let things go in a way, you know, we'll deal with Zimri ben No. It has to be the finest way that we could make. 
This is a... It has to be in the most excellent way it could be. Now you have to be margish that in life we're busy making these decisions. Every time you go shopping, you're deciding, should I spend more for something better? Or spend less, have more money in my pocket, and I don't need it to be perfect. It's a decision you have to make. Every time you use your time, it's the same thing. You try to decide where is the, the focus of excellence and where is the focus on convenience, on having things that I want to have. The Mahalach HaChayim is that Mahalach. You look at somebody who takes all his life savings and he opens a store. He invested in a store. What's he doing? He's sacrificing today. He's giving up a lot today to create something that he feels will be a Dabar HaMetzliyah. Doing that, that'll do well. It's the same idea. It's the idea of, of choosing excellence over something that's, that's, uh, that's expedient, that goes easily. That's the Nakuda of a person's Avaida. And that is, Lehmi Kal Yisrael, that's the only thing Lehmi Shabbat Yisrael taught on his own. Lehmi Shabbat didn't teach any Torah, he didn't say Kedushi Torah. Meshachachma says, it was also for Lehmi Shabbat in the Mechadish Kedushi Torah. So Kedushi Yisrael had to know what's from Sinai and what's the Kedush. The only thing Lehmi Shabbat taught us is, also Midaitai, the Shreya Talochis, and the extra day. Yeah. In Sefer Devarim, Moshe Rabbeinu speeches to Kral Yisrael. I don't know if you know this, but there's a constant use of the term Shmira, the Shmira Samitzis. Every parasha, I think last week in Re'eh, I counted six or seven times, a very general term, Shmarta Metamitzvahis, Shmar Vishamata, in a very general way, such an expression. We have it this week's Pasha. The Shamarta Lasa is Kuchalashi Erufa. Lashon of Shmira by the king also. Lishmar is called Divrei HaTairazas. Lishmar, the Lashon Shmira, which doesn't occur all that often. The Kisishmar is called a Mitzvah Zayis Lasaisa. What's he talking about? Keeps on saying in general terms. Shmira Samitza, Shmira Samitza, what's Shmira? What Shmira Samitza? What's the expression of constantly of Shamar Vishamata, Kumitsus Hashem? The Sama Rebbe, the Divrayayal, says very Gishmak, and it puts it together. says, if you mazik somebody, you only have to pay if you do damage. If you break someone's thing, you have to pay. Let's say you're a guy, a grandma, it's potter, If you cause damage indirectly, you're potter. If you send someone, you tell someone, break the other guy's thing, you're potter. You don't know that, right? If you break something, the only kind of you do it. There are ways to do it without uh, being over, without, without having to pay. 
Not so a shimer. A shimer, if you look at a to watch something, then if you are tested, you have to pay. You have to pay for any pshia. If you send someone to break something that's yours, that you're a shimer on, the chayyim. Shmiras hamitzis is to be shimer something from an indirect damage, an indirect loss in a mitzvah. It's a higher level. It's Maishu Rabbeinu's lesson to Klai Yisrael. Maishu Rabbeinu gave over whatever HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him. What Maishu Rabbeinu added was the level in which a person is a Shemim Mitzvah Hashem. The level in which a person is a Shemim Shabbos, a Shemim Mitzvah, a Shemim Kashos, use the expression Shemim Shabbos, not Shemim Shabbos. There are some people who rest on Shabbos. That doesn't make you a Shemim Shabbos. Shmira is when someone is Shemim on the Kedusha Sayyid. The Shmira and the Kedusha Sayyid. Something else. Just not doing work is fine. You can sleep all Shabbos and then and not be chayav yisur. Not doing malach on Shabbos. That's not shmir. There's another level. That uh, extra level. Every summer, when I go to Eretz Yisrael, when I come back here, it takes me about a week to adjust. Now I know the Yitzhar is in Eretz Yisrael, the Yitzhar is here. A person could, could go to Gan Eden from a life in America, and a person could go from Lilith again from a life in Eretz Israel. But I'm, I'm overwhelmed by one Nakuda in the society that we live in, and the society that I'm exposed to in, in Eretz Israel. Not that you shall me, I'm talking about Americans who live in Eretz Israel. The Nakuda is where the dogesh excellence is. The idea of sacrificing for excellence. We're not from people. You're from here, you're from there. But the idea to sacrifice for something more excellent, that idea, I see it there, it's Israel. I see it here too, but here it's all in the food. All in the food. Uh, it's an insane place that we live in. It's, uh, I don't know what to say. It became a place where excellence in food, and cars, are very important. People need to sacrifice time and money and energy, and even for imagined excellence. That's a change that's taken place over the, to a great degree over the last 10 years or so, 20 years maybe. It's, is Dagesh and Fun Yidin to outdo the Gaish of even in the excellence in the things that we have. In Eretz Yisrael, there's also Taibis, there's also all kinds of things. I've never seen Eretz Yisrael an ad for food with a big picture of an ice cream cone or a steak, or, you know, that I haven't seen yet. I don't know if they can afford color advertising there. But, uh, but it's just a different baseline. It's, it's the baseline, like it's Erev Shabbos, right? Erev Shabbos in America, is, we shoot for 18 minutes before Shabbos to make Shabbos. 
So if you actually make it 18 minutes, uh, very few homes do. Some do, but yeah. You know, you try to get in before Shkia, hopefully. Israel, you know, they have, they have different... Why not Israel? They have Shabbos, they say. 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Where does it come from? So people don't keep 30, 40, but 18 they make. And that's when they have Shabbos. Think about the Hashkafah. Hashkafah Sachayim. Where is the excellence? It struck me, the Erev Shabbat struck me the first time in the summer of 1996. I was in a the camp, and we were in Meishar and Erev Shabbat. And these boys were there for the first time, and the stores were closing. It was 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, those stores were closing. So the boys sort of came around and said, Why are the stores closing? Shabbat is at 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock. In America, the stores are open until the last minute. So I told them, I thought they'd realize I'm joking. I said to them, you see, in America, people are very poor. They have to keep their stores open until Shabbos, they don't have enough money. In Meishorim, they're rich people. They don't need you coming in before. They have plenty of money. So they close the store at 2 o'clock. Maybe your Shabbos goes at 1 o'clock. I thought they would get the joke, but they're innocent boys, and they all nodded. Oh, oh. Make sense? It's a, it's a certain Nakuda that, that we're missing here, and we're, we're in danger, really, of falling into a. From a hidden. Falling into striving for excellence where it doesn't, doesn't do much for you. Where it's only the Gulf and not in the Neshama. And just losing it, when it comes to the Neshama, just losing it. In Matzah Shabbos, the same thing. In America, Matzah Shabbos, every shul, they're sitting around waiting. Like the second that the Zamani is, bang, barking. You know, you wait uh, 15 minutes after, you don't find the Yonim anymore. So I don't know, I was Nazir Abira. Nazir Abira, the Amarim's like for the hour after, after Shabbos. I was learning there. They are I doubt So I went upstairs and I found uh, the people I was staying with were still in the I said, You missed marriage. So that is married. For another hour, they are constant marriage. It struck me. I didn't grow up that way. Like, you're supposed to have a marriage the first minute after Shabbos, no? It's reason my demon found dollars. And it struck me. I said, You can rely. You're going to find a minion? Yeah. Suddenly it makes sense to me. Like, all week, People dab and marry at different hours at night. And boom, but the Shabbos, you know, you blink and you missed it. That's the fastest marriage of the week. It's not the Shabbos. I'm not talking about going into Shabbos. I'm not talking about coming out of Shabbos. I'm talking about one thing. Changing your mindset to strive to be excellent Mitzvahs, Kiyume Mitzvahs, Shabbos, the idea of being excellent, of doing things the right way, not settling for the other. That idea, it's not, you know, we don't grow up with it here. We don't grow up, we don't have a Sadis of it, we don't, we don't have a Havamin of it, it's far, far away from the whole Holocaust. 
I want to tell you a part about Shabbos. Talk about Shabbos. Right? The Gemara says that Shabbos complains. Every weekday has a Benzug. Every weekday has a spouse. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Shabbos, I have no spouse. I have no Zug. Hashem said, I'll give you Kral Yisrael, they're your Zug. Very strange. Why do days of the week need to be married? And uh, what, is, what does it mean, dear Ben Zug? There's an extraordinary verse from the Gerah. Roshishan uh, Pincus brings it. He says the following part. The Benzug of Sunday, now listen carefully. Monday is not the Benzug of Sunday. I'll explain why. He says Sunday, Monday, Tuesday have a Zug, it's a match, on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. How? On Sunday, what did Hashem create? What did Hashem create? He separated on Sunday. HaKadosh Baruch Hu separated between the the uh, the Ma'am Yadim, the Ma'am Atatayim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created, I'm sorry, the first day Hashem separated the Shemayim and the Arvins. Horatius Baruch Hu the Shemayim and the Arvins. The first day was Shemayim and Arvins. The second day was the Ma'am, Ma'am Yadim, Ma'am Atatayim. Hashem created the the, the, uh, the seas. And on the third day, Hashem separated the earth from the water. So on the first day, Hashem created Shemayim. So big deal, the Shemayim, what do you have from it? On Wednesday, it's Ben Zog, Hashem created the sun, the moon, the stars, those things that use Shemayim to serve Hashem. So Kishpo created Shemayim on Sunday, what's the Zog? The Zug uses it to serve HaKadosh Baruch On Monday, Hashem created the, the oceans, the seas. On Thursday, Hashem created those things that use the oceans, the fish, that use the ocean to serve Hashem. On Tuesday, Hashem created the earth, separated the earth from the sea. And on Friday, it's Ben Zub. You have earth. Big deal. It's a bunch of dirt. What's earth? But there's nothing by itself. Hashem created the Ben Zub. The Ben Zub uses the earth to serve Hashem. So Hashem created the creatures that, go, that live on the earth. See, a Zub uses the spouse as, as a method of serving Hashem. That, that's the Zivog. The Zivog is coming together to make Shri Shriya Benayim. So Sunday has Wednesday. The sky itself is not. It's something with the with the bodies, the heavenly bodies. Shabbos is a tremendous kayak to serve Hashem. He needs a zug. Who's going to use the Shabbos to draw close to Rabbi Mishalev? That's Kaisa. is the Benzug of Shabbos. A whole week a person is busy, busy with his work, busy with his farming or busy with his whatever Avaidah he does. The Zog of Shabbos, what is the Zog of Shabbos? It's to use Shabbos to draw close to Rabbi Yishalom. Make a Shkina Shri of That's the Zog. There are a lot of Jews 
They rest on Shabbos, they don't do work, they don't go to work, they don't light fires, etc. There aren't so many Shoimrei Shabbos. Those are Shoimer the Shabbos. You make from the Shabbos a day of Aliyah, a day of excellence. There aren't so many around. Shuls are empty. Shuls are empty. The davening people come. Even some people come for brachas. It's the same thing, you know. Here people have a nine, nine thirty, ten. I don't know if the show. Some of you guys learned there know where they dive at nine o'clock. But the Israelis there so they don't dive at nine o'clock on shot. There's no minion at nine o'clock. Why would anybody's right mind dive at nine o'clock in the morning? When you go, you go home, it's already almost noon. Shabbos, that's what Shabbos is for. I think Shabbos should have, uh, have an earlier, you have more time to learn. In America, it's not that way. Shabbos is a day for excellence of eating, and sleeping, and resting. So Shabbos Shuva, Shabbos Adobo, I walk into Shul, it's crowded, no one to sit. Where is everybody every other Shabbos? Bed, eating. I want you to understand the hashkafa I'm telling you. I'm not telling you Musr, I'm telling you to observe what's happening around you. And it should repulse you. It's disgusting. Hashem gave us the capacity to strive to be excellent. <laughs> he gave us a Shabbos to strive for Rufnius. So eat, and I not eat. What are we doing with it? You have to look to be from the Yechidim, and the Yechidim in our communities, the Yechidim, that try to make the Shabbos a day of, of Shabbos, a Ben Zog. Shabbos doesn't need you to be a Ben Zog to eat Shalom the Friday night and again on Shabbos. So that's what Shabbos is for a Ben Zog. Then your other writes, this lashon is that one hour of learning on Shabbos is like a thousand hours during the week. So that language I don't understand. You're only 168 hours in the week. I don't understand. But the idea is that learning on Shabbos, Shami Yisaira, is more important. It's more, more excellent. So now you know why the Yitzharah makes everyone not learn on Shabbos. But my our goal has to be wherever you're holding in your Hashem, wherever you're holding your Shabbos, wherever you're holding your weekdays, where you're holding your davening, we have to set a goal to know the language of excellence in serving your Hashem, of excellence in serving Hakadosh Baruch, of trying to be. On to sacrifice time and energy and tircha to be able to do it on a Shabbat. We're starting a year, so this is what we're set for. If you have a Chavrusa on Shabbos, and it's mind-boggling that there could be people who can go through 24 hours or 25 hours of Shabbos and have a Chavrusa for an hour or two what, really? it doesn't make any sense in Shemayim it's a joke 
So it makes sense. There's a 25 hour Shabbos. And you're not the Chavos of at least four hours out of the 25 hours. It makes sense. You don't need to push out of it. It makes sense. 25 hours of Shabbos. You shouldn't have, shouldn't be learning four hours or 25 hours. What is that? It's a trifle. It's a small piece. Makes sense. You don't have a Chavos at all. Like, what are you going to say? It's ridiculous. Absurd. You have a chabrusa. You could accomplish over a year. But a chabrusa, you learn an hour every shah, You learn a, a blot every Shabbos. You finish in Masechta, 40 blot over the 40 weeks between now and the end of the month. It's something. It's a chaticha. We going to tell you, you say, first will ask you, you'll come up, you say, well, where the Masechta you were supposed to finish? God, I don't have time. I didn't have time. We lived 100 years or 70 years with 52 Shabbos it's every Shabbos. Let's set out at the beginning of his mouth. Let's set out to do things differently. To be different. To do different. To set out. You put your mind to it. You can do things differently. I realize I do everything believe that, but I realize that every davening on Shabbos, I can stay 15 minutes after and I won't change my day. Tonight, after the Samari, if I sit and learn 15 minutes before I go home, nothing will change. Except I'll have another 15 minutes. Tomorrow after davening, if I stay 15 minutes, nothing will change. Won't be the same. And what's the Shabbos? If you have to marry, if I stay 15 minutes, amazing, nothing will change. Well, not be sure this time. But nothing going to change. I won't be poorer. I won't be less happy. I realize that we can have a right of the rule. Let me try. Let me try. Try. Put your mind to it. 